Welcome to this segment of 15 Minute Friday, everybody. I'm sorry it's probably coming out a little later than everyone expects. I, I am a practitioner. We got lots going on. I do apologize. I try to get this out for you, but you're really going to enjoy this one. We've had a huge, busy, busy week. I would say you can uh, to remember to go to YouTube to check it out at Cashflow to Freedom. It is video um, that we're taking it. So if the audio is off a little, please forgive me. Also, you can go to the Instagram, AJ Osborne, and that just takes you um, and shows you like day to day, these projects that we're talking about on our 15 minute Friday. I hope you enjoy this one. Um, we've got some great podcasts coming up over the next few weeks, also including a uh, guest host, Brandon Turner, which you guys are going to love. It's one of the best podcasts that not only we've ever done, but I've ever heard. So enjoy the segment of 15 minute Friday, and I hope everyone has a great long weekend. So how do you achieve financial freedom, gain wealth, and live life on your terms? That is the question, and here is the answer. I'm A.J. Osborne. Welcome to Cash Flow to Freedom. Welcome to this segment of 15-Minute Friday. You'll probably notice a correlation between my 15-Minute Fridays, and I wanted to start out by talking about that because it is essentially how we operate and how our business grows and how we generate income. And it's very different than I think the traditional set of creating wealth and income, whereas we're project-based. So I, I create income or my income is project-based income. So everything that I do is project-based. So let me explain this. If I have my sales company, right? Most people, they have a job, they're paid for their time of their job. Well, for me, I front load all my work. So whether it's in sales, like whether I'm doing business to business sales and I work with these large companies and we're trying to put together these packages for millions of dollars for them, their employees or whatever it may be, right? I'm working and I'm not getting paid for that work. But once the deal is done, then I get paid on residual income. This is the same through everything that I do. So if I start up a business, if I'm starting up an online business, we're working our brains out trying to get it all ready to go, put people in place, put the systems, processes in place that need to go. Then once it's launched, from there, I can kind of walk away, then my time is reduced dramatically, but then the income starts coming in. So the two things are, first, it's project-based, front-load work, get paid after on residual income. I know I've talked about this a lot. That means I'm paid continually. Every single month, I'm getting paid for the work that was done. That's how our real estate deals work. So this week I spent a lot of time on the sales and real estate while our two internet companies, we've been waiting for a bunch of different graphics and things that we put on hold to come out before we could launch one of them. And I had a few meetings with our SaaS, our software company that's coming up. So I'm getting ready to go to Vegas next week to have a bunch of meetings. And then I was also in, we were off in Washington looking at a project and today we're looking at another project. And that's what I wanna focus is on the real estate side, I wanna focus these two different projects we're looking at, pros, cons, and the decision-making process that we're currently going through to get these deals done. Now, I know this is 15 Minute Friday and it's coming out late and people are probably saying, what the heck, it, you know, this may not even come out today. I hope it does, but it may not. And the reason being is, so you have to remember, is I'm a practitioner. I am not a marketer. I'm not 
a guru or an internet person, right? I'm just showing you what we're doing. And this week has been a great week because a lot of these project-based income setups that we have, which is well, all of it, but have been coming up. And the two main ones on the real estate side is a large one in a first-tier market that would be a development multi story we'd be wiping out we'd be taking out a bunch of buildings and parcels on a major road in a very highly dense area now this would be completely scraping the ground building up it would probably be a segment of some drive up units maybe in the back and multi-tier we've even looked at doing everything from on there maybe some commercial in the front to keep it going but we don't want to lose access another one we're looking at this is an existing facility, but it's extremely poorly operated, basically run to the ground. We're looking if we can buy it up, really revamp the thing. I mean, we'd have to put a half a million or more into it just to get it to look right. But there's also more acreage with that. So this would be a, a tie-in because then we could have a development piece to it, which we like because we already have the stable cash flows, which we believe we could increase. And then on the development side, we could probably expand the uh, facility and then maybe build in multifamily housing with it too. So we may be able to take two acres, put an apartment complex, take two of the other four acres, build it out. There's several things that we can do with that, which we like. The question is, is that the price, is that gonna be worth it? Because the cost of development and the time frame is really big. And this comes into the pros and cons of two. Normally, I love acquisition base, right? If I could buy a facility or any project, real estate project that has current existing cash flows, we could come in, turn it around, improve the value, do a value add strategy, increase the cash flows. That's awesome because then we don't even miss payments, right? We're getting paid along the whole entire time for our investment immediately, cash on cash return, and then we just watch the revenues go up. What's better than that? Development's harder because this project-based income that we do, that's front-loaded. So I've now got to take our money. Let's say we got to put a million dollars into this deal. The one we're looking at is probably a $10 million deal. We had probably segmented out a million of us. The guy that has the land, he wants to bring his land into the deal. Then we have another capital partner that wants to put their money in. And on this one, we may do that. We've only ever done that once where we worked with the, the guy on the project and the capital partner. And there are some advantages, which I'll go into in a later vis, uh, video on how to partner and why there's advantages to doing it. And there's some disadvantages to not doing it. But on this project, it'd probably be a $10 million deal. If we got to put, let's say our million into this deal, it's going to be years before this thing is cash flowing. It'll be six months to get approvals. Then from there, we have to build. So let's say after it's all said and done, we're ready to build by next year at this time. So the moment we start looking at the project, a year goes by till we start building. Then we have six months later or more for construction time to get the, the project done. So you're looking at, and then we have to stabilize, which can take multi years. So this, you could be in this, you know, we're talking three, four years before you're getting a good return. Now, the thing about it is though, is the return can be astronomical. So this $10 million project, once is completed at 100,000 square foot, based upon the revenues that we can receive from it, it'll be worth over $20 million. Well, that means if you put the 3 million into it, on the 10 million, well, you just turned your 3 million into over 10 plus million, 
with cash flows that are generating a cash on cash return of over 25%, major upside potential. But two, we calculate in the loss period of time of that capital. So that also needs to go into it. And there is the higher risk associated. So higher risk, much bigger return, and a much longer time frame. right? Most people don't think that far out especially in needs of cash flow, because I need now, I wanna change my life now, where you're sitting here going, this will be great in four years, right? We like to do two things. We like to intermix these things. So we like to have a development going on while we're buying existing cash flow, turning them around and improving it. So that way we don't ever get trapped in a bad position where we have all these development projects out, all of a sudden in two years, the economy turns on us and none of our investments are playing out like they were because we're in a recession. We don't like that. That's too much exposure, too much risk. So I'd say probably at any given time, we're looking at developments of only 20 to 15% of our portfolio and the rest are cash flowing assets. That's standard. Even though the developments are cash flowing, they're cash flowing assets, they're not exactly cash flowing at the time, if that makes sense to you. It's a way that we uh, reduce risk, but over a five-year time, if you include two or three of those, your return on your total portfolio is just blown up. And you can take those millions and return those millions into secured, already cash flowing assets. So I love that model. And that's what we spent a lot of time doing this week were these large project base and weighing the pros and cons and which ones we should do because then there's the opportunity cost. So between that and front loading large projects for businesses, we have been slammed meetings back to back where, you know, I'd say we're excited for the long weekend, but I just work over the weekends anyway, so it's not that it really matters, but I will get out and hopefully spend some time one day with the kids. We'll go run them up to the mountains. I'll get out of cell, cell reception so we can't, uh, can't, and get contacted by so I can spend 100% time with them. But it's been a great week and I love these kind of weeks because these are needle moving projects, right? And everyone should have this. You should have project-based income. So if you have your W-2, you should have a side project that you're working on that once you complete it, it will pay you forever because this is how you scale. This is how you get compound, right? After I get those projects done, I'm just moving on to the next projects. Yet all the past projects that I've done are still paying me. This is how you grow, this is how you scale wealth, and this is how you can build not only an empire, but financially freedom, financial freedom, because that past revenue that's coming in, you don't have to work for today. You separate your time and income. Anyways, I hope that helps you. I hope that gives you a glance on the two big ones we're working on this weekend, or this week, besides all the sales and other sidelines. I'm really excited about them. I'll keep you up to date on, on it, let you know if we do which one we do, or maybe we do both of them, which is a high likelihood. And we then we can walk you through all the different uh, uh, growth, how we turn it around, and we can see if they turn out like we think that, uh, they will well, or if maybe they don't perform quite as well. Either way, they're gonna be great because that's uh, how we underwrite our deals. Also, AJ Osborne, Instagram, if you go there, look, I, I'm showing you different projects we're looking at. You can see the trips. So thanks again for this 15 minute Friday. Check us out on the YouTube to see this video. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Cashflow to Freedom. Be sure to subscribe to us for more and feel free to check us out at cashflow with the number two freedom.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook. And also, if you could leave us a good review, that would really help us continue to build out our content and our community. Thank you so much.